Live from NPR News, I'm Giles Snyder. President Biden was in Oklahoma today to commemorate the 100th anniversary of one of the worst outbreaks of racial violence in American history. Matt Trotter of member station KWGS reports that Biden made the visit on the 100th anniversary of the Tulsa Race Massacre. Biden toured the Greenwood Cultural Center, the institution that preserves the heritage of the prosperous community known as Black Wall Street that was destroyed by a white mob in 1921. He also spoke with the three living survivors of the massacre. Biden's remarks at times included graphic descriptions of the attack on Greenwood, which was once deemed the Tulsa race riot, so insurers did not have to pay claims of black residents who lost everything. My fellow Americans, this was not a riot. This was a massacre. Biden said the hate that sparked the Tulsa race massacre still exists today and called white supremacist violence the greatest threat to the country. For NPR News, I'm Matt Trotter in Tulsa. To Texas now, where Governor Greg Abbott is threatening to veto a portion of the state budget that funds the legislature after a Democratic walkout killed a Republican elections bill over the weekend. Sasha Cordner of Houston Public Media reports. The original omnibus voting bill included a ban on drive through voting, and it prohibited local elections officials from distributing vote-by-mail applications without a voter request. But Charlie Bonner with Move Texas says the final version was even more restrictive. Many of the provisions we saw in that final version of the bill had never seen a committee hearing, had never had public scrutiny, legal scrutiny. And this special session is going to buy us time to show Texans just how sinister this power grab that Texas Republicans are trying to put forward. Republicans who back the bill say it will prevent voter fraud, even though there's no evidence it's a widespread problem in Texas. I'm Sasha Cordner in Houston. The Justice Department seeking to drop its case against a man charged in connection with the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Here's NPR's Ryan Lucas. In a new court filing, federal prosecutors say that dropping the case against Christopher Kelly serves the interest of justice. But they don't provide any details on what led them to reach that conclusion. Kelly was arrested in New York in January and charged with obstruction of an official proceeding, aiding and abetting, unlawful entry, and disorderly conduct. This is the first case the Justice Department has sought to drop among the more than 400 it has brought in connection with the Capitol riot. A judge must still sign off on the government's request to dismiss the case. A hearing is scheduled for Wednesday in federal court in Washington, D.C. Ryan Lucas, NPR News, Washington. The financial markets in Asia mixed in Wednesday trading after Wall Street gave up early gains. The S&P slipped two points Tuesday and the Nasdaq fell 12 points. The Dow rose 45. This is NPR News. The world's largest meat packer says it's making progress toward resolving that cyber attack that has affected operations in North America and Australia. JBS says it expects most of its plans to be operational Wednesday. The White House says JBS notified it of a ransom demand from hackers likely based in Russia. The Agriculture Department says it's been in touch with several major meat processors to encourage them to keep supply moving amid worries about rising meat prices. The four Grand Slam tournaments in tennis today came out in support of top player Naomi Osaka and her battle with a mental health issue. Osaka withdrew from the current French Open after being penalized for deciding to skip post-match news conferences due to anxiety. And Pierce Tom Goldman reports. 
In a joint statement, the Australian, French, and U.S. Opens and Wimbledon expressed support for world number two ranked Naomi Osaka. We commend Naomi, the statement reads, for sharing in her own words the pressures and anxieties she's feeling. For the Grand Slam officials, it's a shift in tone. Over the weekend, they fined her for skipping a required French Open media session and said they might suspend her from future major tournaments if her media boycott continued. In their statement, the Grand Slams say their intention is to advance mental health and improve the player experience as it relates to media. But they also say it's important to have a fair playing field, which there wouldn't be if Osaka didn't fulfill media obligations and other players did. Tom Goldman, NPR News. And I'm Giles Snyder. This is NPR News.